Bam, we're live. <sighs> Ooh, sound like there's mucus in there. First time I've talked this morning. 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Coming in hot this morning. Coming in hot. Uh, so many new listeners to the show. Numbers are exploding. You have to know something if you're a new listener. I don't do this show for the reasons you think I do this show. And the reason I can do so many shows and be a fucking just a three-man, four-man crew, the reason why I can do all this is because I have endless energy, because I fucking keep it real. That's the only way I can do all this. There's no other fucking way. You don't want to hear about the fact that I like definitions of words and I bring it up in the middle of doing interviews with other people. This show is not for you. There's no script to this show. There's just notes. And there's me just trying to go as deep as I fucking can with people. What does that mean, Sevon? That means I want to know where you came from before you were born and where you're going to go when you die. And every single one of my questions, whether it's about cock and balls, Buddhism, what is the um, uh, molecular makeup of, uh, of a compound, it all goes to pointing one way. And I just told you where. You may not see it. But if you listen to the show long enough, you know that's what I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. I'm fishing for souls. Trying to mingle, mingle the deepest possible way with my guests. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Wayne. I know sometimes it can be vicious. And I apologize. I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want to alienate anyone. But not at the expense, not even close to the top of my priority just to go deeper and save the people who want to be saved like myself, who want to have a rich, joyful life. What's up, Susa? Hey, what's going on? Oh, shit, I can't hear you. What's going on? Oh. Wait, can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, the other day, I, I, I want to say something about um, uh, Freya Mooseberger one more time. She was on Catch Cheers podcast, the Clydesdale podcast, and she said something about the reason if she were ever on my show, she would say something. Uh, she, she, and I said something misogynist. Massage, if I massaged her, massaged her, massaged her, or said something inappropriate, she would stand up for herself or stand up for other people I talked about. And I want you to know, Freya, that if you came on my show, and you babbled any of that racist shit where you hate black people or you babbled any of that shit where you hate Jews, I, I'd, sta- I'd stand up for them too, even though I'm not Jewish or black. I'd stand up for them too. I swear, man, if you come on my show and start babbling that stuff. You see what I did there, Freya? You, you said that if I said something misogynistic and you never gave an example, and the implication is, is that, oh, misogynistic, strongly prejudiced against women. Why can't I be strongly prejudiced for women? What's that word? That's what I am. I'm strongly prejudiced for women. The reason why you have it confused is because guess what you think about women? Guess what you think about women? And I know you're a young lady and I know you're confused and it's okay. But what you do there is when you say something like that, you leave the implication through your ambiguity that there might be something misogynistic about me. Just like through my ambiguity, I made the implication that you're a fuck. You hate black people and you hate Jews. It's fucking not cool. Don't fucking do it. Grow the fuck up. And I like you too. I think you're cool. And and it doesn't hurt my feelings that you don't want to come on here. I don't know if I'd want to come on here either. 
Whew, shower was intense. Cause like the monologue builds up in the shower and I'm like, am I going to be able to get all this out? Mm-hmm. Remember this? I love your monologues. Thank you. Appreciate it. Always exciting. Where, where is Rebecca? Did I, did I send her a, a fuslier? Yeah. yeah fuslier. Fuslier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you okay. sent it. Okay, cool. Let me, I, wonder, um, I wonder if she knows we're doing a show. Some, sometimes people get that shit all messed up. Maybe she heard my rant and she's like, fuck that, I ain't going on there. <laughs> she's like right about to sign in. It was like, oh. uh Typical woke subjective comments with no context or understanding of who or what they're speaking about. I know. It, it, and, and, and like 20 people DM me and were like, holy shit, like, this, this chick's clearly never seen the show. Never and she's, seen the show. And she's just going off of like talking points. Oh, there Boom, she is. Boom, there she is. Welcome. Hey. What up, girl? Hey, How Rebecca, what's up? Good. Nothing much. I, I saw um, someone sent me a um, uh, an, an Instagram this morning, Rebecca, and it made me think of mm-hmm. you. I was like, oh, I bet you Rebecca wish she would have made this. Can you play that, uh, Mr. Souza? Yeah, which one are we looking at? The one where the person does all of the. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Give me a second. I got to pull up my phone. I, yeah, I, one second. I sat on my um, couch last night for an hour and thro- scroll scrolled through your uh, Instagram. Damn, you're creative. <laughs> I try to. Um, you know, I don't follow many meme accounts or anything because I'm scared of like I don't want to steal anyone's content. I try to make it all original, and it's, yeah, they're it's- just magical thoughts that come up in my brain so i try to put it all into a reels you've kind of trained yourself to think like that now like yeah. like when you're just cruising it's like it's like your art yeah i mean it's actually it's all just it's all fun for me but i definitely i try to make it all original all real and just some ev- the everyday thoughts everybody has <laughs> that but, no but, one but, actually wants to say <laughs> and it's fun for you but you take it serious like i heard you talking about like how you, i i'm not gonna you, you're memorizing the songs and the lyrics you want it to look good you don't want it to be ass yeah yeah exactly it's like i mean i feel like that's with kind of everything i do i'm i never want to put like crappy content out there i want it to be quality and yeah i take i take even making the videos if i'm gonna do it i want it to look good so well, well I, I keep always trying to use this okay let's watch this this is have you seen this yet Mm-mm. so Sound this is sound? This is in light of the fact that, um, you know, all these people are popping and like all the excuses people give. So someone sent me this morning. I don't know who this girl is, but th- I, I just like the f- and you know how do you ever play video games? No, nah, I'm not a big video game person. Yeah. But me oh, neither. I bet I know where this is going, though. But yep. you know how like the characters drop in and then they just kind of like do that. Yeah. They, they bow. Okay. Okay. Watch <laughs> this thing is crazy. So this is with so many crossfitters popping. It's only a matter of time before a video game emerges. So pick your character now. Oh here, Lord! Here, here we go! Here we go! <laughs> the tainted meat. <laughs> oh my! Oh, back of hill. <laughs> inappropriate! Inappropriate! <laughs> Okay, that's good, Susan. How is she dropping in like that? You think she's just jumping oh. up in the air and landing, or and that then girl they was throwing it? fire at people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was hey, has, good. Has that a team? Do they test you as a team? No. No. I at least I didn't. I mean, I wasn't near the 
podium, but I don't think they test the teenagers. You're in Texas? Mm-hmm. And your mom and dad are still married? Uh, they recently actually got separated. How, what, what kind of question is that? We're already about, jumping into that. <laughs> uh, so, so, well, the reason why I asked it, cause I see, I, I saw you, uh, in Best Buy with your dad and then I went through your whole Instagram account. So I feel like I know you and I saw your oh, parents. Oh my were... gosh. You found the old vlogs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. Hey, I saw that video <laughs> you old. made. I made, I saw the, uh, the bullying video you made at, at um, when you were 13 also. Have you seen the, that one? Do you remember making huh? that? That that one's hard to find. That one you got to scroll. <laughs> like this way on YouTube. Not 13. What was I doing? Oh, Lord. You're th- no, you're but thir- I know I made some pretty years- strange content back then. <laughs> yeah, you're 13 years old. Ba- you just talk about bullying. You talk about how um, you were, you, uh, and it's, it's your uh, advice to people who are bullied is brilliant. Basically, some, I forget, someone said something about you and bullied you, and your best friend was there, and she punched the guy in the face. And then you say at the end, if you are bullied, um, just tell your best friend so they can punch him in the face. Or you can call me, and, and you gave out your Instagram handle. It's on YouTube. But you say, um, only if you're 14 or younger. I thought that was that was smart. You don't remember that? Oh, are we? Are you? I don't I don't know any of that yeah it's great it's, I'll have it's, to look that a, up if you could send me the link to some, one of my old videos I, I mean I don't <laughs> doubt that I did something like that I was probably doing what, something weird what's crazy is it's not even on your channel I mean I had to re, I had to like type in your name into YouTube that that's like 25 minutes of assault bike riding and just scrolling to the left searching for videos of you awesome oh she froze I know. I saw. Damn. I know. I saw her internet connection. It's a little rough. Is that why she wears two different? Uh, oh, you can see how good or bad her her internet connection is. No, but usually when they come on and it's a little fuzzy and it starts chopping like almost immediately, that's usually the tell sign that it might have some trouble. Oh, did I know you were going to be on the show today? Nope. So neither good. did I. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you. It's always nice seeing your face. Oh, there she is. Okay. Where you're back. Is that me? That's losing connection. Okay. I'm moving. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm moving into the office. Maybe that'd be better. Isn't it? So isn't it? How old are you, Rebecca? All right. I'm 22. I always, when I, um, when I watch, uh, do you watch any sports? Yeah. Yeah. Actually I'm into the weirdest sports too. Coach and I watch some of the weirdest sports. Tell me. Uh, well, football season is always a blast. I watch football okay. uh, with my dad. And we're originally from Louisiana, so I may are um, big Saints fans. Um, and L- my parents went to LSU. So that we watch a lot of football. This season, I recently got into Mavs. So maybe I'll start a basketball career, even though I'm super short. <laughs> how, how tall are you? And then most recently – We've been watching how tall I am I? Yeah. I'm five two. All right. I'm taller than you. Barely. <laughs> and then um and then the most recent sport coach and I have got into is disc golf. So I'm gonna go take him into oh. disc golf. Has anybody played oh. disc golf? 
I played. I, the, there's a right across the street from my house. There's a huge field, and the neighbors have put a, a bunch of of those bass, big steel baskets in there. And I bought them, and I yeah. and I went and played for like ten minutes, and then it was like uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never played, but I'm definitely gonna trash talk some people, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna beat them because that's just that's how like we roll. Games. Yeah. When I, when I watch sports, yeah. like <laughs> when I watch sports, I'm always like looking at like I watch the UFC a lot, and like I'm looking at the guy putting the Vaseline on the on the guy's face, and I'm like, that guy's a person, and like he has a mom who probably like has cancer, and a sister who's pregnant, and then that guy over there, and I start like spinning these narratives that like I mean they're absolutely false, but I start just thinking about all these people come to do this event, but they have these really complex lives that they have to put aside to get this shit done, and it always trips me out. I mean, it's always better when there's a good storyline with, at the same time, like you got to respect some of those professional athletes with that kind of thing. And that, that's what's been a big motivating factor. Yeah. Like they may have a, they may even have, they may have COVID. Am I cutting or, in and out? Yeah. It's fucking horrible, but you're so cool. <laughs> it's okay. And you have so much energy. It's fine. Killer story. It's yeah. Killer story. It's like, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to keep it clean. We're going to, I need to but, slow down. I came but, in really hot this morning. <laughs> no. Hey, Savon, I, I, we watch your podcast all the time and it's the realest podcast out there. You're the only one that I watch. Okay. Fuck it. How many athletes at the games do you think are pro- competing with a venereal disease? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't really care. I'm just, just, but thank yeah. you. Anytime you get weirded out by a question is pretend you're frozen again. And then, We'll just move on. <laughs> Re- but, Rebecca, but in regards to sports, like you know, I haven't, I have, I haven't done anything. You know, I haven't done anything else besides gymnastics and CrossFit. So, I love how people think I'm so interesting when I don't think I'm that interesting at all. Um, I'll t- I'll tell you why you're interesting. Then I'll tell you why you're so fucking cool. You're too busy making yourself a better person to know why you're interesting, and, th- <laughs> and that's. Um, you, uh, when we were, we were, uh, doing the show, uh, a show on the games, I can't remember. And Taylor self was on and he threw a, uh, a rock at you, you know, like we're these cool guys and you're just a TikTok girl and we're just poo pooing you. And then, um, you made a TikTok. Do you, do you, I do have it, uh, t- uh, Matt, you made a TikTok in response to it, which was just fucking hilarious. I'm uh, still high on emotions after semis. she just makes ridiculous reels that's that's taylor doing top end uh sports commentary that you can't get anywhere (laughs) and and instead of did he send you a link to come on the show yes okay so and it it was like 10 30 at night our time and i had just gotten back to my house and he goes here's here's a link hop on and talk trash with us and i'll go (laughs) okay okay i go okay what time he goes now I was like, this doesn't seem legit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A random guys from Instagram, please turn your camera on and sign it. Anyway, so many people when, when that happens, um, don't lean into it. And you leaned into it. The, the thing, the, 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 the thing that a lot of people do is they'll get offended or they'll push away or they'll talk shit back. And instead you leaned into it and you embraced it. And uh, that takes some f- fucking incredible character and confidence and sort of a deeper understanding of how humanity and how we work as human beings. It's like, you know, it's like the, um, the, 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 bo- the boys and girls that chase each other around 
in kindergarten on the ground, uh, on in the playground, trying to hit each other. They know that they like each other, but people from the outside don't know it. So here we are taunting you, but really it's because we like you or else we wouldn't even be fucking talking about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it, it, the, the craziest thing is in the past, I, I don't think I would have, I would have done that. I would have gotten like more offended and probably just gotten a little scared and down myself a little bit, but um, I'm just so confident in what I do and I just love what I do. And if I kind of say, if you don't like what I do, then hit the unfollow button. It don't matter to me. On, then I'll come on your show and talk shit to you. <laughs> um, w- what happened? W- w- was there anything in specific that like a, a moment where you had to talk with yourself and like, okay, I'm, I'm ditching this story that I tell myself about not being confident is going to go away. I'm throwing this in the trash. No, I just came out of a crappy gymnastics career and I CrossFit slowly built me back up to being confident and uh, being proud to be um, a little competitor and I've always been I've always been extremely competitive but I think my my gymnastics career in the past totally put me down on I'll never be successful and I've had definitely had to work on my mental game just as much as any type of uh, phys- gaining physical strength so it's been a it's been a climb all the way back up to here but I think uh, sports is just I talk sports with everyone you if you want to like relate to to me and for how for how I relate to people, it's just talking through athletics. I feel like that's the only, that's how my brain works best, and that's how I encourage people to uh, be who they are and everything, and own who they are. It's just I translate it through sports, but then I try to put it in something like a reels, like very generalized, so people kind of get that the right message. So I hope I do that well for for people. Your reels make you crazy mm-hmm. approachable because mm-hmm. they're they're. They're, They're funny. In uh, every single one, you're kind of putting yourself out there. Like whether whatever you're making fun of, or you're also always making fun of yourself. Like you're always yeah, a little bit yeah. out of your comfort zone. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a little weird. Yeah. And I, when everybody can relate to it, those are, those are the best ones. The one I posted last night, it actually might be my, my favorite one of all time so far. It's like, is that like the earthquake one you're running from yeah. the, the cross. Yeah. Yeah. That's like funny. Your first so, day in CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I make the ugliest faces too. <laughs> it's gonna oh, make it's so it good. <laughs> hey, um, Scott. Thank you, guys. Going back to that, uh, the 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 gymnastics thing. You were on the Clydesdale podcast. I watched that yesterday, and uh, Scott uh, Schweitzer, Switzer, Schweitzer, um, was interviewing you, and he said he found on a blog somewhere that story about your um, gymnastics. And so, as I dug through your, in- and I thought that was very interesting. Um, and basically your goal, he talks about this and you talk about it. your goal is to let the world know that, hey, man, hard work. I mean, maybe you stole this from Matt. Hard work basically pays off and that if you work hard, you should believe in yourself that the outcome is going to be positive. And you want to share that with people. You want to be the living role model of that, the living example. Right. What could right. have happened in gymnastics? You started gymnastics at three. Um, and, and another fascinating thing in your entire Instagram account, there's, I could only find one video of you doing gymnastics which screams volume that you're like, fuck you to those 10 years. Right. Could you play, could you play that video, uh, Sousa? Hmm. What? What? So you guys are just already asking me to get all fired up. Like, right. We're 20 minutes in and I'm just going to start going off the wagon with gymnastics. That's the easiest way to get me all. Pour pour yourself a drink. Look how good you are here. How, how old are you here? Maybe 11. Oh my gosh. 
how the hell is does that how are you not confident yeah. if you can do all that yeah it's incredible it, the sport is so political what does that and mean? if you don't if, if if you don't got the look and if you don't got the right connections and if you there's just it's very picky choosy and i had i i we actually moved from louisiana up to texas to uh, have more gymnastics and sports opportunities for our family and um, just as I got further, further into the, the sport, like I started losing confidence because I had coaches that just constantly beat me down and talked me down. And, um, it just got to the point where my bot, it took a toll on my body. I mean, you hear that if you've ever been in the, near the sport of gymnastics, it's like horror stories with nine-year-olds getting back surgeries and mm-hmm. all this ridiculous. It's all, it's so ridiculous and so not needed in my, it started taking a toll on my body. I started not being able to, I, I know this is so not in my personality, like having high anxiety, not being able to walk in the gym without like shaking. And it wow. was just to that point where I was like, and I, it goes, I, what I'm most proud of is it goes back to like my big picture today. Like, everybody's meant for some, everybody's here for a reason. And I knew at that point, gymnastics was not my purpose. I didn't want to do it in college. And I knew there was something bigger waiting out there. And I ended that chapter and eventually found where I'm supposed to be, which is definitely here. What What would your coaches say? Um, well, they, I've been in front of, I'll tell you this story. This is one of the most like painful stories to, um, relive as, you know, the head of the USA gymnastics, which now, now they're not is, uh, like Marta Caroli and Bella Caroli. How we, they, did you ever hear of all the shit that went down with, with the Marty girls cussing. getting fondled, Marty cussing <laughs> with, with all the girls, yes. in, all the inappropriate. Yes. Yeah, so that, I've, I've that trained, shit's crazy. Yeah. So I've trained at that training camp, not to, I didn't go through any of that. Like I've much like huge respect for all those athletes that went through all that, but even like being put right dead straight in front of Marta Caroli and she just straight up tells you, you don't have the look and you'll never, this isn't for you. It's just like, just like your dreams. Just what do you mean? Like the look, like your hair is the wrong color. You're too short. Your nose is too big. Well, your nose is probably too small. You're not pretty. You're not cute. Really? You don't have the right body type. Wow. You have a birthmark in the wrong spot. I've heard oh, would those they, stories too. Did, did would Holy they be shit. that clear? Would they be that clear about it? I mean, they tell you straight to your face. And, but would they actually point out the things that weren't good about, like, hey, you don't look good because your shoulders Depends. are too. Yeah. And then there's a lot of I had a lot of teammates that went through like uh, body image issues of like being too big, too big for a gymnast. Gymnasts are supposed to be small, and let, just, let me. Are you too big for a gymnast? Like, would you be too big? Five two is five two. Too no, big? no, no okay, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't deal with any of that. I had lots of teammates that dealt that. That was actually, yeah. I'm definitely gymnast size. Um, l- let me play devil's advocate here for a second. Let's say you're ten years in. Oh, yeah, she looks nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's say you're ten years in, and 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 they know what. What should they say to you if they know? If they know you you got like the the look, or or if you did, let's say you didn't have, let's say you didn't. Have, hmm. I I get. I, so so I just want to be clear. The problem is is that they're judging people on their looks instead of their talent. Is that what you're saying? 
that, that's, that's most of it. And, and, and like then, you pulled up in a blue, a blue Mazda Miata instead of a red and you're out. There's, I, I would say that's like half of it. Okay. The other half is I hate the old school coaching style. I hate it. And tell me I, about that. I did not want to be, I'm a full-time coach and personal trainer here. I'd never wanted to be a coach after all that. I used to hate my coaches. I used to fear my coaches. Uh, you can ask my coach, Matt, right here. When I first started CrossFit, I was always like scared. And I was like, I don't like you. I don't want to be around you. Uh, but just because I always felt like you're supposed to fear your coaches. And for wow. someone, I've explained it in the past. Like for someone like me, I'm already intrinsically motivated. I don't need someone to be cussing at my face. I don't need someone to be beating me down to push me harder. I'm already doing that in my head. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I need that good feedback, actual good cues that make me think about what I'm supposed to be doing. Not just being like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Positive reinforcement. Yeah. Right. Right. And there are some athletes that work the other way of just like maybe that getting them fired up and getting them a little bit. um, Yeah. Just, just fired up helps push them a little bit harder, but it was just like, Oh, you're, you're, or the injuries too. You're hurting. Just go sit down. Like, don't, mm-hmm. don't ask me what's hurting. It's just, it's just a very negative atmosphere that it took a while to, to come out of that after it took many years for me to like break that in my, in my brain. And now look at us now. We're just making ridiculous reels about coaching. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when your parents move so that you can stay in a, athletic program so you so the whole family moves so you rebecca can further do you feel that pressure i put some of it on my sister too she was a gymnast too yeah do do, do you guys guys feel that pressure yes i did at at, um i think we moved up here when i was nine wow that sport makes you grow up so fast oh and sports just in general you just get more discipline your your parents think they're helping you and they are helping you, but there's also this pressure that probably a nine-year-old shouldn't feel that the whole family moves so that you can do something. Oh, to this day, I mean, there were other things. There's definitely like more opportunities up here than in Louisiana. But I remember feeling a little bit of that pressure. Um, but I, I, to this day, I'll tell them, like, thank you. You're crazy, but thank you. Mm-hmm. They were all in on you guys, obviously. And yeah. they loved you, wanted to support you and give you the best platform Absolutely. and atmosphere possible yep. is that are, are all those are those um there's four of you right i have three siblings yep so, yeah are you all related are, are you guys all from the same um mm-hmm. sperm and egg do- mm-hmm. donors yeah mm-hmm. what a what a crew man you guys all look so different to me really yeah what a crew you did, never heard that people are always like oh you guys look exactly like um I feel it goes both ways. They're like some people are like, "Oh, I can totally tell you guys are sisters." And then, oh, what are you? What, what what are what is your makeup? Do you have Asian in you? What are you? Yeah, my dad is half Japanese. His mom is full Japanese, so we're a quarter. And, and then what's his other half? Uh, just full American. And and then uh, and then and how about your mom? Uh, I, we don't know as much on my mom's side. There's definitely some Irish in there and then just other, there's nothing big, like really notable on that side. Were, were your parents in the military? Mm-mm. No. What were they doing? What, how did they end up in Louisiana? Uh, my whole, they, my whole family's in Louisiana and then they met when, um, uh, in, at LSU. Oh, okay. And like when you say your whole family, aunts, uncles, the whole. Yeah. Everyone's whole, in Louisiana. Whole, whole we shebang. just 
we're we're the ones that voyaged to Texas. Um, was there was there anything um good about gymnastics? Like, like you started when you were three. Do you remember anything in the early years about it being fun, or did it get just super competitive right away? I've always been super super competitive. Um, and I put a lot of pressure on myself. I, if I do something, I want to be the best at it. So I, I, I say the only good thing that, uh, that came from gymnastics is I'm super disciplined. I'm yeah, I'm super, super. Um, I'm always on my routine. I'm to the point where I'm crazy. If I, if I fall off my routine, I'll go, I'll go insane and not like it. But those are the aspects that I'll take from that sport. But other than that, nah. Uh, Frank, Franco wants to ask you, thanks for sharing your story. My story, my daughter is three and starting in gymnastics. What advice would you give her? People always ask if I had uh, kids, would I ever put them in gymnastics? And I go, yeah, it's a great sport. You get super strong. You learn that discipline and you learn body control and body awareness that translates nicely into all these other sports. Um, if you plan to be competitive in it, just keep constantly assessing yourself asking yourself why you're doing it because i got to a point where when i asked myself why i did it i couldn't answer it so i said i shouldn't be here and hmm. then i moved i'm thinking about forrest gump about how he just ran and he didn't know why and and it's and it's kind of oh you're welcome Jess thanks for making it that thing was, <laughs> it was yeah. awesome that thing's crazy that's like one of the first things I saw this morning someone I think Will had thrown it in our in our text thread um tell me why you have to know why you have to know your why why do you have to know that it's a whole driving factor I think of everything that you do do, do so so before we know our why when we're that age we're doing it to. I guess, please our parents. And your parent, I would say your parents are your parents for a reason. They've lived longer and they're guiding you down the right track. But at some point, and I think the more like I had mentioned, like even at the beginning of this podcast that my parents are like very, very recently separated and you start learning that everybody's just human at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. but, but they're trying to guide you down the right path. I, uh, my, I thank my parents all the all the time for all the, the sacrifice that they've uh, given all, all four of us through all of our sports and all of our education. But at the same time, they've also been very free reign of like, if you want to go do something, go do it. And I'm very thankful for that. But in the end, like everybody's human, everybody's making mistakes. And I always say, whatever you do, whether it be falling on your face or whether you succeed at what you're doing is you own it. Um. But I think at a young age, at least the way I see with my kids and when I think of my relationship with my mom and my dad, um, we want to see them smile. So you're in gymnastics and you do a, you do your first, you know, I don't know, cartwheel at three or four and you look over and your parents are smiling and you're like, I like that. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean. You're like, I like that. And then, and then you I, just pursue down that path with your head down and never ask why you're doing it. I think that that is kind of how it how it rolls, but that's when you start you start growing up and being able to create like those own thoughts in your head. And you start asking yourself like, well, I was literally at the point of like, what, why, why am I here? What, what am I going to do with this? Mm -hmm. And then I was to the point where I, I love, there was a point where I loved it and I got to, I was going into my third year level 10. And if you know, well, here's my story on that end. So in the, here's, I don't know if you guys know a whole bunch about 
the routes you can take in gymnastics. There's the more of like the elite route, which is like the professional Olympic route, which is you go compete internationally. The other route that most gymnasts take is collegiate. Just like any college sport, you'll, you'll go to your school and you'll compete for your college. Well, I wanted, so if I was like, I'm going to be in the sport as long as I am, I'm going to go the elite route. I want to make the Olympics. I want to go big. And when your coach says you're not meant for that, it's real. it's heartbreaking. Yeah. So, and then I was at that point, I was 12 and 13 years old. I was like, I don't want to be a level 10 for the next five years of my life and then go compete four years in college of the same things. Right. So I was like, there's, yeah. there's something more out there. I just want to tell you, I love your connection right now. Yeah. It's so good. So good. And fired so, up. I, I thought this was me. I started getting like, man, this can be a fucked up show. <laughs> And your responses are super mature too for your age. You said you're. Oh, 20, let's not get right? carried away. Let's not get fucking carried Aww. away. How do you how do you pronounce I'm your old. How I'm do you pronounce your last soul. name? How do you pronounce your last Fusillet. name? Fuselay. Fuselay. The first year at um when we started getting some showtime on through CrossFit, it was Fuselay. 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 Uh in 2017. <laughs> You made the black page. Could you pull that um, uh, video up, Mr. Souza? Do you, do you remember this? You were doing handstands on dumbbells, and and and, and what was your reaction to this? I was so that? scared about what you just said. The black page. And oh, really that's what bad. that's that's what that's what we call <laughs> back in the day when you were allowed to use words like that freely, like black. Uh, that's what we called the the main page because we the logo was black. We called it the black page. Oh, really? I had to call it. I always called it uh, main site. Maybe that too. We called it that too. But we yeah, had so many. I insta- feel like that video gets reposted, like almost every year. It's do you, very do you interesting. Re- do you remember this getting posted in uh, in February of 2017? Was this your first yeah, like, was- real attention from CrossFit? Yeah. Yeah, I think I was pretty stiff. Actually, no, no, no. Second, second. The first one was just leading up to the games when I qualified in 2016. And then I used to make a ton of these little handstand trick videos. I love to be upside down on my hands. And then they announced that they were, that was the first year with the dumbbells. And I was like, ooh, this is what they're going to do with the dumbbells. (laughs) Um, I was always making jokes back then too. When, when you, um, for you, you started CrossFit, um, how, at, at 13 mm-hmm. and, and we'll get back to that in a second so you start crossfit at 13 and um has puberty started at 13 does puberty start at 13 like yeah no um yeah. i will tell you this when i yeah. stopped gymnastics and i stopped training 36 hours a week my body completely changed yeah that's what so here's the thing here's where i'm going with that for everyone who does CrossFit, their body composition changes. But there's this group of athletes that now we're seeing that start, and we watch their bodies go through these fucking crazy dramatic changes, right? And it's it's this group of boys and girls that we're watching who are doing it from 14 to 25. And mm-hmm. somewhere in there, like you just look at Mal, O'Bri- uh, Mal O'Brien's body, right? Just w- We've watched it just completely change. And I'm just wondering how much, like, I'm wondering, I guess you only know you, but I always wonder what if I would have pushed my body that hard when it was going through a hormonal change, like when it was going through puberty and I didn't go through puberty till late, but I I wonder how that would have affected me. I wonder if your body is like, okay, 
you get you, you we're going to double down on all your hormones all the good shit you get too because we see how hard you're working and we want to adapt and we want to prepare you for life we like your body's like hey oh shit rebecca's going to drive this shit hard for the next 20 years we need to fucking double down no, i'm with i'm I'm with you on that. I think there's. But how would we know? I mean, how, 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 because you only know you, but did you have any like weird, explosive, like things happen to your body or where, or you, where you're, you talk to your peers and your puberty or your, your changes were different than, than your peers? No. And I wouldn't say I was around a whole lot of people my age when I started the transition from gymnastics into CrossFit, because you know, the, CrossFit community, most for the majority is it's much, I mean, I was the baby of the gym when I started and everything, but I would, I'm there's, I really believe I'm right there with you of like, there's something to be said about it's building a foundation when you're that young. And I think it's something your body kind of carries as it gets older. Like, obviously if you completely change your lifestyle and your habits and just start eating like trash and Later I mean, on, there are studies that super duper obese kids whose hormones are fucked never go through puberty. Like their whole, their whole, their like, like if you're if you're a three hundred pound nine year old, there's studies that show that like if it, I don't know about women, but if you're a boy, you will have some real serious issues. Yeah, it's and so and so and yeah, so they must go, and your you your your genitalia won't even grow grow normal. And so, so I'm you, guessing it's got to be the opposite way for someone like you who's in the gym twelve hours a day. So you want to hear something really, uh, this is a conversation I definitely didn't think I'd be having with (laughs) uh, my fellow two male peers on this podcast. And then there's two fellas in the room right now with me. We need Um, people to complain (laughs) now. And then in five years, they'll be like, oh my God, that was so good of Rebecca to share that. So in gymnastics, your training, I was up to 36 hours in training. That's the highest training hours I've ever had. A week. A week. 36 hours a week. Wow. So we do multiple practices a day and they'd be anywhere stretching from anywhere from three to five hour sessions. Um, and your body is so there's something going on with, with your hormones. It slows down your growth hormones so much that um, a lot of my teammates. So I didn't, I didn't even hit like have like my period in gymnastics because my body didn't develop that fast. And I've heard of stories of gymnasts training that hard to where they have to go to their doctors when they're 14 and 15 and haven't had it yet because their body is so stunted and underdeveloped from training that many hours. Wow. Look at, look at this. She, she, when I quit gymnastics, I grew four inches and did actually start puberty. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, but that's like the, the, the total opposite end of the spectrum of you were just talking about is right. like when your body is like underworked or overworked, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's not functioning the way it should be. Right. Overworked. Um, yeah. I, I saw this. Uh, uh, we had Jeremy Kinnick on. This is a, a, um, a little off subject, but to help people understand the, the opposite of Rebecca and you can still have a great kid. Jeremy said that as a parent, people ask me all the time, what should I do? How should I get my kids started? What should I do? What's the success? Why did your boys end up the way they did? But Jeremy wrote on his Instagram that if between the age of your kid being born and being six years old, if you can keep them outside during the, their waking hours, 80% of the time, you've done it. That's all you have to do as a parent. And I thought that was fucking hmm. brilliant because when my kids are outside, they're flourishing. I don't have to do anything. 
You know what I mean? Like if I just go to like a, a coffee shop that's on the beach and I'm just drinking a coffee and they're outside for two hours, they're flourishing. They're running, they're jumping, they're swimming, they're climbing trees. They're, they're in the sun. Like, like you don't have, they don't need to be in an elite gymnastics program. If you just have them outside 80% of the time, kids just flourish outside. They, they, they fuck around. They catch beetles. They run. They jump. They play with other kids. They fight. And all these I people want to – go ahead. <laughs> I love this conversation because I'm such an old soul at heart. And I'm like – I'm Matt always – my coach always describes me as the get off my lawn person. Like, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not doing this right, then get out my way. Don't do that. And I'm such a rule follower. And I'm definitely one where like, yeah, get outside, connect with nature because that's how – we developed as humans. So what's your birthday? When is it? Yeah. March ninth. It's in the March, March 19th. And I'm a 2000 baby. You're a Pisces. Mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces. I'm March, your birthday. I, I'm March 16th. Oh, we have lots of March birthdays. I think, I think people, this is going to really piss some people off. I think only Pi, the only old souls are Pisces. I wouldn't I know that much about horoscopes. Me neither. I don't either. I just like to say it. I just like to say it. I just like, I like to say really controversial stuff. Yeah. So, so your theory is the opposite. What, ha- what you're saying anecdotally is the opposite of my theory. You're saying you push so hard that the shit got stunted. I was suggesting you push so hard in your body. Like, you know, the whole thing Greg Glassman would say, um, your body, you, you know, you do the 400 meter sprint and, uh, as hard as you can rest two minutes, do it again. And the next day, while you're sleeping that night, your body has to talk with itself and it goes through some pretty f- hardcore adaptation because it doesn't want to be caught off guard again, right? There's a sweet spot. Easy. Yeah. Is it, there's just a sweet spot because I would say the training that I'm doing right now for the games is pretty crazy. But it's not to the point where my body is broken down and my spirit is broken down it to where my it doesn't function anymore. What I'm doing right now is crazy and I'm sore, super sore today and... Um, a little beat up in that way, but it's still, my body's like getting stronger because of it. Um, so Dick, a sweet spot. Dick, maybe we should start a playlist on, um, uh, on YouTube. It's called like menses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think that's one of the more better things that we had a benefit for because nobody talks about it ever. So if you're a woman competing or this gentleman that was asking about like his kid or a daughter or something like that coming in this is going to be the only spot that you would get all that information. So the fact that people shy away from that or want to close it down or like hide it or think that it's inappropriate is almost just seems like why? Like it doesn't, it's not, it's going to be beneficial to other women. And at least in my opinion, as a male. So, you know, what do I know? The The one thing you don't want to fuck with podcast out there. Yes. Thank you. The one thing you don't want to fuck with is the kid's hormones. That's why you don't feed them sugar. And that's why you don't have them. Now we know do gymnastics uh, 36 hours a week. Um, <laughs> it's intense. Oh, I'm such a bad promoter for that sport now. I'm just had such a bad experience. I just I mean, on it now. You're so not bad. alone, though. Everybody that I've known that's done it competitively or at a higher level like that has a very similar experience to yours. And that really sucks because, like, like you said, what did that do to authority figures as far as coaching goes? You just avoided them. You were like, dude, I don't want to even want to yeah. deal with it. And that's sad because mm-hmm. they should be injecting leadership positivity towards you so that way you feel empowered and understanding your different moods, not just like that one fucking lady that just decided to tell you you're not good looking enough to compete that's so selfish because she's only worried about her acclimates in there she's only worried about her reputation and having champions she's not thinking about the longevity of the people that are in front of her and therefore she is a terrible coach and should not be in that position whatsoever but like you said it's political so that's probably why she's there right right and and she's got 
a hundred examples of gold medals. And so she can always lean on that. Yeah. The yeah. carnage is, is irrelevant to her. She is. Um, right. One does, does, does Matt McCraney, is that your coach? Mm-hmm. Does, does, does Matt McCraney, um, I'm a, you, how long have you guys been together? How long has he been coaching you? Since 2013. Okay. So, so he's known you forever. Mm-hmm. There, there must've been some delicate times where, um, he's accidentally put you in your shell. I mean, right. He, where you've, re, where you've retracted when he didn't maybe mean to like, like, like he had gave, gave you a hard talk or something like that. And you retracted and, and, and there was um, a, a learning curve, a learning curve for him. No, I wouldn't. It was, it's, so the sport of CrossFit is very different from any like professionalized or other like sport that's been around for a long time. Right. Um, it didn't start as he's just, he's the reason I, I wanted to become a coach because he listened. He like listened and saw that I was like not connecting with certain things of just like, um, that's, that's what we do in here as coaches is we read our athletes and some people respond differently to this. Some people respond differently to that. And overall, we're just trying, we're trying to do what's best for each, um, for everyone in there. And I don't think there was ever a time that I felt like I was being attacked or, uh, put down. So I think he's, like I said, he's the reason I wanted to become a coach because he found, he taught me that not coaches aren't, aren't bad. Coaches are there to help you. You just got to get with the right ones. He does a lot of, he does a lot of TikTok with you. Guilty. I make him do those. Um, um, (laughs) Can you play that one um, where where they have their hands in front of them? Yeah. This thing you do with your head in here is so good. Can you play a little bit of this Uh, or, Oh, he photo. Oh, there's this oh, there thing is, you do with your uh, head where you're like, I can't even do it. Can you do that thing with your head where you move it side to side, but it's like, yeah. How do you have maybe that? I'm more, maybe I'm maybe I'm more athletic than I thought I was. Maybe you're more, <laughs> definitely more athletic. I can go forward and backward. I can't go. How does your neck move like that? I can't do that. That was know. a great. That was a great video. Where did that song come from? Why did everyone start making that? I have no idea. I have okay. no idea. TikTok. Yours was yours was one of the better ones. There were some pretty bad ones out there. The good thing is, is even the bad ones were pretty good. Yeah. Anything synchronized looks good. Oh yeah. 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 Wow. Good point. It's true. And if you screw up the synchronization, you fucked up the whole thing. Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's ruined. It's like, Hey, start over, do that. It's either, it's either it's gold or it's complete trash. You got to do it right. Yeah. He's good. Um, and so he, he's, 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 he, he's read you right. Is what you're saying? Yeah, but does he ever give you a hard talk? Is has he ever said like at, at these semifinals? Like, I mean, you were in the the closest fucking semifinal that there could possibly. be. There was never a time where he's like, "Yo, bitch, you gotta work." Did he ever <laughs> yeah, give you one I of dro- those? When I drop that, hey, say hi. Hi, hi, Matt. What's up, brother? Good hey, job, dude. Hey, Matt. Congratulations, hey, dude. You guys are killing it. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> is that um, your dog? That's a water yeah, dog. That's yours. Uh, um, that's Matt's dog. Oh, it's dope. Uh, yeah, he's a German wire hair pointer, so he loves to swim. Yeah, he's uh, cool. but but uh, yeah, the only time is when I dropped that freaking bar at the end. Yeah. Oh, oh, in the, uh, <laughs> in, in the in the lunges. Yeah. And, and, um, and but, does he yell at you from there? Uh, everybody's yelling at me at that point, and <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm yelling at me too. <laughs> ah, what am I doing? So, uh, there. 
he's definitely, we just know each other so well that if I would, I did tell this story earlier because we've been doing a, a little bit more uh, media for like some extra vlogs and everything on my YouTube page. But I think the only time he's gotten mad at me is when I, when I didn't do an open workout, right? <laughs> oh. I totally did not listen. And then I was like, I'm going to go unbroken. And then that actually happened this year and he got mad at me. And, and, what's, and, that, and what's that look like? Um, we still argue to this day of who had the right answer of, I think I, I went the fastest I could have. And he was like, no, guess we'll never know. <laughs> does, does, he have, it. does he have kids? Uh-uh. Um, does he own the gym? Uh, yeah. Um, and, and when you came in, does he, when you come in, you're just a 13 year, you're just a little girl, but you're, but you're crazy capable. Yeah, I think there's been, and really, you know what? I tell a lot of people this. I, I like don't even like halfway joke about this is I don't think I'm the most naturally, I've always been an athlete. So I, oh, and I've come from a sport where you like have, you learn all body control and I, I, I have all that, but I've had to work for everything that I've had. I'm not naturally gifted in so many ways. So I think there have been a lot of athletes that walk through this door and they're naturally gifted like that. But if you don't have it up here and if you don't want to do, especially something like CrossFit, which is just putting yourself in the pain cave, you have to want to do that. So I think after like a couple years of not even a couple years, like a year and a half of being in the sport, I was like, I want this. I want to do this. If I'm going to, if I'm going to work, train this hard in here, it's something's going to come out of it. And I was, I like to compete. So I think he, he finally saw that and we put in a, I mean, obviously we put in a lot of time and effort and everything. It's, um, how, how did you, your, your mom took you to the gym. Mm -hmm. She was already crossfitting mm -hmm. for like two years before me. And, and do you know how she found it? Yeah, she has a good story, a good CrossFit story that um, I'm sure a lot of even moms can relate to. You're just people. Is she said she was raising four kids, right? And we're all like two years apart. So she's been that was her her job forever. And she told she tells everyone she's like one day I was making the bed, I was making putting the sheets on the bed, and I had trouble lifting the mattress. And I she still had trouble she lifting the mattress. <laughs> she was she was. Well, <laughs> Still... careful careful Rebecca. it's my was, show careful. he was gonna take a shot i almost did Should have. Careful. <laughs> uh, that anyways, editor on. <laughs> she was um she she was an athlete before having kids and she always went to the gym so she didn't like the feeling of being weak so she started looking for fitness to do around the city and she started in boot camps. You know, those park boot camps yeah, that you go out cool. to. Yep, yep. And she's like, Nope, not for me. And then Matt had just opened up his gym. So she's been at bolt. We've been all been at bolt. What do you for, think she didn't, what do you think she didn't like about the, um, about the boot camp? Isn't it boot, boot camps are cool. Aren't they? They're just CrossFit outside. I, my mom's kind of hardcore. She drag yeah. races and everything, so I think Whoa. it was too slow for her. <laughs> like drag races, just like like on the street, like, like she look over like someone, in the, like like really drag races. Uh, she has uh, she races challengers. Wow, a Dodge Challenger. Mm -hmm. And like like with the the hole in the hood with the engine sticking out. Mm, well, well, some of them have that. Yeah, she goes wow. fast though. So I think Holy it was just probably too slow for her. So, wow. What did your mom do in the military? No, no, she wasn't in the military. She went to LSU. What did she study there? 
uh, respiratory therapy. Oh, did she get free? What is she? And is she still a respiratory she, therapist? She, I think she's still registered, but she, she hasn't worked in the hospital. Oh, for, what did you, what did your mom say about COVID? What was her stance on that? Just no, no. We're, <laughs> and the, actually the family was a little bit just split on that. Um, so she didn't want to play. She didn't play, want to play the COVID game. Okay, I'll leave it at that. But noted, noted people, she's a respiratory person, a smart respiratory person. She didn't, and she didn't play the COVID game. Notice, mm. notice. I just, and she t- believes in personal responsibility and accountability, and she trains with Matt McCraney at CrossFit. Bolt. Bolt. Um. Yeah, we're on definitely on team. Get yourself healthy. Get the yourself right good. Way. Personal responsibility. Get yourself some shoes that match, and fucking get yourself <laughs> healthy. No, I'm not. I'm missed that mark, but. No one's perfect. Uh, <laughs> no one's so, perfect. so she goes for two years, and why does it take you? Um, and it, it is Matt, her coach. She's coming to Bolt. That's her joint. It, it, why does it take you two years? So you're 11 at the time. Um, and do you ever go in with her and just hang out? And I think I watched her do a competition, but I was still in gymnastics at that point. Man, your mom's hardcore. Yeah, she did a. I think she did a competition. That's the first place I saw it, and then I walked in the gym like one time after that. But when you're, uh, yeah, when I was in in gymnastics, I didn't even have like the. I mean, you don't have a life outside of gymnastics, so I'm not doing anything else. So I ended that my gymnastics career in like I was homeschooled, sitting down, not doing much after that point because I went from training full time to doing nothing, and she goes, "Nope, you got to come to the gym now. You're not sitting down." doing mm. nothing anymore and did you was there kicking and screaming did you did you resist i knew I, I i tried to work out on my own as like a 13 year old and i was like oh i'll go to the park i'll run i'll do whatever i i think about doing but uh i work best with structure and i was like no i don't it was scared i, I didn't want to go i was like no i don't want to go i'm i'll just go i'll work out later and she was like nope you're coming do this workout and it was a hero workout too so i'm i'm pretty proud that my first uh workout was one of the na- was a nasty hero workout do you remember which one it was we do uh, it was a a 9-11 hero workout okay. um and i think it i think there's plenty out there but it was yeah. just a big old chipper cool and that was it well you you did one and you were in yeah totally uh, bought in after that I was one of Rebecca's judges at the fitness experience. Great movement and very easy to judge. I think that's the best compliment you can get as a, mm-hmm. as a CrossFitter. Yeah. It, Be this a good is mover. 2022, the, the year of judging the judges. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a shitty judge. <laughs> oh, no, Jeffrey's got it. He's holding it down. All right. Just checking. He's, 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 he's part of the Josh Bridges uh, crew. So you get in there at 13, and this is going back to where I was headed before. Um, when do you think that uh, – and you're just in there for fitness, and your mom drug you in there. When do you think – when did you think, oh, I, I might want to compete as this? I might want to compete in this. And did you come up – who came up with that idea, you or Mr. Uh, McCraney? I don't know how I got to my first CrossFit competition. I remember it. Um, I was probably asking to compete someone probably mentioned it to me and it was just like a little local teenage 
kitty competition that a, a gym was putting on. And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely sign me up for that because I'm, I'm so used to competing at that point. And then when I really I did a few local teenage competitions that they had set up. And then in 2015 is when they announced the teenage division of the game. So that's when I was all in on my competitive side. I, I've trained I've trained the audience so well. I'm, I'm embarrassed <laughs> at how well they're trained. Sevon, you're bobbing your head forward and back. Looks so natural. Not your first time. Thank you. Uh, Jim, if you if you go to my OnlyFans page, I'll make you a video for uh, fifty dollars in the menu. Oh, pump that up. A hundred dollars. I'm new. I'm new to the game. I'm new to. I the don't game. know. I don't know how all of that works. So, so you do your first comp. Do you remember how you did? I got second to Sydney Sullivan. Irish girl. No, do you? Remember? She's the first champ of the teenage division. Oh no, I don't. I, I don't know that. I don't know. I, my, that way I, back I, in 2015. I was a big journalist there for CrossFit. I was rich and making tons of money. I poo pooed the teens. I was too good. I, <laughs> the teens and masters <laughs> <laughs> will not. I will not even address them. Uh, so so your first comp, you took second. So you knew, and and so that kind of feels good, right? You're like, oh, the only person here who can beat yeah. me is the champ. I mean, I was like, I might have something going right here. Yeah, and, 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 did, yeah. And, and did anyone um uh he definitely has a different instagram handle now though yeah this is old and there's only three photos yeah. <laughs> look at that the 2015 did anyone at that time tell you um did you ever have any flashbacks from gymnastics where anyone's like hey man you're too small hey you're not strong yes enough. you yeah, did get people, that a little bit yeah people be telling me that this year right Right. This, well, this probably, probably when we get it. off the show, probably when we get off the show with you, I'll have Brian on, and me and him will talk about how you're too small. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm I'm small. I'm definitely. I think I'm the smallest one out there. I I'm we. The last time I popped in on the show, uh, we talked about it a little bit, and James Townsend was on, and we talked about if I'm trying to gain weight, and I've always been trying to put on a little bit of weight. My body right. is big for what it is right now, and I'm still I'm trying to break the 130 mark. I weigh 125. I can't get past this. What's the I'm most you've it. ever weighed? Yeah, I think I've, I think I've gotten, I think I broke one thirty before, but I was a little bit like, I wasn't lean at all, and I think maybe I've touched one thirty. Yeah, one twenty five is light. Yeah, I'm small. Um, but but you're it, but you're still strong as shit. Uh, that's what I wish I could get five pounds on me, so we can see where else that would go. You did, uh, you, you, your, your, uh, your cleans 221, your power clean. Yeah. My squat, or is clean. That a squat clean My and your bench not far off and your bench was 162. One. Yeah. 161 or 162. I can't bench. <laughs> I think that's pretty damn good, man. That's cra- it's cra- It's crazy. You bench more than Savannah and I. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And, and, and then, and then what was the third lift? The overhead uh, squat. Oh, right. And what did you do there? 211. Yeah, that's nuts. Mobility, man. Yeah. All about yeah, that's movement. Nuts. That's that's absolutely nuts. Yeah, so I I there's that's a big goal of mine is to be able to put on a little bit more weight, but I I think it's been in the last couple of years that I finally just owned the fact that I'm smaller. I'm like, "Hey, 
I'll be that teeny tiny girl that goes out and lifts all the big barbells. Eventually, like it, it is going to stop me. There will be points at the games this year where I'll probably walk up to a bar that I can't lift because there's always situations like that. But uh, I'm going to go out there and own the gymnastics side of it, lift, uh, do what I can and all the, the strength. But I, we're definitely getting stronger. I've had big improvements just in this past year from last season to, to this season that I'm really proud of. And I know if I can keep getting stronger, with on the barbells and any type of weight, my gymnastics just follows it. So it's going to be pretty epic once that I'm just mm-hmm. waiting. Like I, my body's developing much, much slower. And I know this is the first of many years. My, my peak is way later. Uh, and, and your body's pro- you, you got a good body, right? It's all proportion, right? Like you have, you're like, you're, you're all normal. You're just, a, you're, you're normal. I feel like, like my arms are long. Like your like your levers and shit. Like when you squat and you overhead squat, yeah. you can get in all the good, you can get in all the good I mean, positions. I don't, uh, that sounds weird, but yeah. <laughs> no, so no, we're CrossFitters. Nothing's weird. <laughs> uh, so so um so then you finally when you the first time you go to the CrossFit Games, you go as a teen. And what year is that? Sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. And was that the goal to go to the CrossFit Games? Mm-hmm. I missed and, and, it slightly in twenty fifteen. I think I missed it by four spots. Okay, so you had wanted to go then. And how old were you in 2015 when you wanted to go? Was that 14? I was – I my birthday's during the Open. Yeah. Yeah, my birthday's during the Open, so I must have just turned 15 in 2015. Hey, when you're 14 and 15 and you're at the CrossFit Games, I don't remember – did your parents get to walk around with you? They got to check in and I think it was just, no, I just, oh, actually maybe my mom was with me. I think you could have a parent or guardian with you. Yeah. You kind of have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The baby's out there. <laughs> oh, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. They do a good job of protecting the younger athletes out there because even we're like, I remember now that I think about it in the teenage division where we're, they are like almost basically almost holding hands with your competitors. We're like single filed. They're like, your shirt has to be on to and from locations just because they're taking all precautions mm-hmm. I mean you can't be like in the, in the in the in the sports bra and that shit is that what you yeah mean? they didn't they didn't let you walk yeah they didn't walk let you walk around without your uh you needed your shirt on and that you was, had to be single filed in the line and everything i i remember being in meetings at crossfit when they were talking about the teens clothing I was like, "Fuck! Put put them in a fucking sheet. Cover them." <laughs> yeah, holes. they gave us um, they gave us like some extra long biker shorts that I wasn't a fan of. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish they would have. I wish they would have fucking given you two pairs. Because at that point, it's their responsibility for the. Entire, yeah, they're gonna provide I mean, the attire. Fun. Yeah, it's got to be appropriate. Hey, in gym, in gymnastics, do your parents get to um uh your your parents stay close to you? In gymnastics. Yeah, like like at competitions and stuff. Are your is it, are were those same precautions taken? No, you're you're around. You're you're with your teammates, you're, and your and coaches. It, okay, yeah. it's different. Uh, mm-hmm. You did a Dave Castro muscle up challenge. Tell me about that. I don't even, I don't remember that. My best friend, my training partner, made me hit this Dave Castro challenge that he put out there. It was like one of the age group online qualifier workouts from one year, and it was pure gymnastics. I think it was like three rounds of so many toes to bar maybe it was like 18 toes to bar and then nine bar muscle ups but it was just three rounds of that and he said whoever could do it unbroken without mm-hmm. coming off the bar the three rounds gripless like without hand protection on he'd give an air runner that's right to, or an assault runner 
yeah, the good thing is I don't do muscle ups with grips on. I don't like to. So and, and I you won that? had that built up. There was a lot of, I did the thing unbroken with to the, all the movement standards, but there was arguments that I rested on top of the bar too long, but I never rested. I was always in full extension. I want to point that out there. I follow standards. Like I hit standards all the time. That is don't, awesome. don't test me. <laughs> uh, and, and did you win it? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And the you, runners and, here. Wow. Oh, those awesome. are expensive. <laughs> yeah, they oh, are. That's so cool. Yeah, that was a, that's a cool moment. That's a cool memory. Yeah, I wasn't gonna do it. My teammate made me hit that challenge. So, so you're you're doing your mom drags you to the gym. You st- you enter a competition. Um, you take second to the chick who's good. Then you end up at the CrossFit Games. Uh, you try to go to the CrossFit Games one year through the Open, and you want to go and you fail. And the next year you make it. And at, at any point, how far are you starting to look further ahead? And you're like, oh, I'm this. I'm. I'm, this is I'm a CrossFit a games athlete now. Like, did you start yeah. to like like I was a gymnast, or do you even see yourself as a CrossFit games athlete now? I think this year it's still like like I, I'm I'm starting to own that a little bit more because the whole moment is surreal. And to be honest, like last time on the show, you asked me like, were you expecting to make it this year? And every year we start, I feel like that percentage of making it for me gets a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. And there was a small percentage this year that I'd make it. I knew everything had to go right uh, to be able to make it there. And I did. And I did. I executed all the workouts exactly how I wanted to. And the cards fell the way they they did for me to make it. And I'm super excited about that. So, yes, I'm owning it. I worked super hard. I worked my butt off for this. But I think what the crazy thing about um, my story is coming out of the teenage division, you're in kind of an awkward time, right? You're supposed to go to college typically the, the traditional route is you're, you're graduating high school you're you're going to college and then a lot of the teenagers fall off because you don't have as much time to invest in crossfit so i did a, a little bit of schooling through community college the the big university was not my scene i knew that wasn't going to be my scene but i knew right from the beginning i was like this is where i'm gonna be i want to be a coach that I, I was already coaching i want to be a coach i want to inspire people through fitness because this completely changed my life. And at the same time, I'm going to be a professional athlete in this sport. Wow. So, and when I, I, when I, my brain wants something, it, it goes and and gets it. I I don't let up on any of that. So that's, I've, I'm fully invested in, on all of this. I'm a workhorse and I'm proud of it. I think you told Scott um, Schweitzer, you said to him, I'm going to, the goal is to take 10th and then you pause and smile but it could be, I could have a little surprise for you or something like that. You alluded to the fact that like, Hey, that's that, like, yeah. The interview before semifinals. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I wrote on our goal board here. I was like top 10 in, in semifinals this year. And I go, but I think there might be more. Yeah. Um, uh, are, are you dyslexic? Uh-uh. You're not. Not that I know of. There's probably. <laughs> I, so, so there. I, people are like, Whoa, Sevon. Well, there been diagnosed. <laughs> In in that I thought in that video that I saw of you when you were thirteen years old, I wonder if that's even you. Well, I don't know it, whatever it, video you brought it up. Looks at like the you. I thought I thought you said that you got bullied because you were dyslexic. Were you, you in watch some other video? <laughs> it looked like just a young version of you, like really young version of you. No, not that I know of. I mean, there's probably something messed up up here. I'm just. 
<laughs> I think it, I think you even saying there it's your first YouTube video ever. Oh God, then it's probably all. Yeah. I, I would assume there's something wrong with me at that point. Some of those old blogs, man, I've gone back on those and those are weird. Some weird uh, the, the ones I saw are good. You're funny. You're good. <laughs> you're good. You're free. You're, yeah. You're, it's cool. Do you I, believe I, that I'm an introvert? I like my alone time. Uh, yeah, I do. Well, I love my alone time too. More Pisces. I'm not even an astrology guy. More Pisces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, alone time is important. Um, it, the, you mentioned in one of the videos that you have a boyfriend who's in the air force. Is he, do you still have a boyfriend who's in the air force? Okay. We got to connect some puzzle pieces. Man, okay. this podcast is too real. Too real. <laughs> too real. Okay. It's going to blow people's mind. I already posted it on my Instagram before, but if you haven't done it, you're digging. Matt and I have been together for five years. The, um, my coach. Your coach. Holy shit. Uh-oh, that's not good math. That would mean you were 17. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nellie. How, did, did, that par- <laughs> did, that fre- did that freak your parents out? No, nah, they knew Matt beforehand. Wow. So you went from hating coaches to dating what coaches. Kind of, what kind of freaking story is this? Hating coaches, <laughs> dating coaches. Um, what are, what are the challenges of that? Um, a lot of just trusting each other and not giving a single fuck about what anyone else thinks. Right. Ben Bergeron has this thing. Um, things grow at the speed of trust. And it's a really powerful line when you start to look at it. Things grow at the speed of trust. Right? And that's and, and that's the component you said that's like that that's like the most important part of your relationship. It sounded like trust. Yeah. I I there's so many, especially in that something a, a situation like that, there's so many outside opinions. And trust me, for the the first couple years i mean i was i just i'm so confident in who i am these days that i'm confident if i put if i purposefully put myself in a situation that's not good i can get myself out of it so and i just i know him and everything that he stands for and i love every bit of it Are, are there does he have any other athletes we have a group of competitors here. Uh, we have a good group of quarterfinalists here. And then some athletes that could, if they put the time in, they could they get closest semifinals. Man, that, that is, uh, it, that, that's, that's really intense. That's the thing. That's the thing about it. It's really intense. He's your, he's your coach. He's someone you spend a shitload of time around and yet you're pursuing something. You, you kind of have put yourself. It's interesting. You could say you kind of put yourself back into that gymnastics situation. In what ways? Your parents, there's just a lot. There's just a, um, there's just a shitload of pressure on you. Yeah, but I've done everything in this sport for me. Like, I've been in control the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, there was no, like, even, you know, as uh, the, when you're kind of growing up in sports, too, your your parents like to be your coaches, too. Right. You know, that right. kind of. Yeah, and, I mean, and that, that's just, I've been that's yelled at by many it. coaches, shut the fuck up. 
Yeah, and it was it was kind of like that. Like I was like, I I want full control over this sport. Yeah. Um. Are, are, are relate? Do you find relationships challenging, or are they easy? It's easy if you're real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you know what you want. I mean, I like I said, I was like, if I don't like something, I'm really quick to say it straight to your face that hey, I don't like this. Peace them out. Yeah. But it's it's when I I truly believe this. It's it's when you're not confident in who you are and you try to start pretending to be someone else that lies and fibs and everything come up that just taint everything and then things don't work. Yeah, so if lying. you're 100 percent real, you own everything you do, and then just be honest about everything, then it's there. Can you get? I, I, this is a fucked up kind of question, to, uh, but can you think of anything what you mean by owning up to what you owning up? Any examples pop in your head? I can't think of any either if someone asked me that. That's why I said it's a fucked up question. But it's so good for people to hear examples because so many people think that they're owning shit, but they're not. Um, just it, it can go from anything from like literally missing a, a rep and not blaming it on some outside scenario. Just, oh, I owned it. I, I missed the rep. I didn't hit the standard. Well, something like that. Or also being proud of the fact that hey, I just made the the CrossFit Games. I can own that and be proud of that a little bit more. And if it comes to like something like a relationship, if you did something that the other's not going to approve of or maybe start a little quarrel over, hey, I did this. Oops, my bad. Let's get past it. Anything like that. I mean, I, I think that's why the beauty of it being a little bit generalized, if you can implement it in everything that you're doing. I mean, it just, I, I'm, I'm for... For me, I'm I'm an open book. I I feel like I put so much effort into everything I do. I'm exhausted at any other point that I don't right. want to hang on to mm-hmm. any right. regrets, any secrets, any stuff like that. So, if you want to be a part of it, awesome. If if not, then Oops. lines a waste. Lines a waste of energy for sure. Oh gosh, mm-hmm. it's. By the way, I, I saw a bunch of videos where you were coaching. You are a great coach. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, you're crazy present. Uh, I saw I saw videos. I watched videos on your YouTube of you coaching a, a lady one on one. I also watched you uh, managing a, a huge class. It's cool. Are you a popular coach? Do people like people like coming to your class? Are you fun? Um, I I try to keep it as fun as possible, but at the same time, I'm really invested on making these athletes as great as they could possibly be. Mm. So I think I'm I try to stay very engaged with everyone and realize uh it's comes back to like reading the room of like hey we need to keep this fun because that's when the athletes are gonna put their their heart and soul into all this but also i i love coaching anything from i do coach anything from fundamentals beginners athletes introducing them to um, all the movements and then making sure they're starting off on a good foot and then some of my favorite things to coach are high level skills so i do i love to do all of it what if next year you decide you're ready to go to, let's say, um, a, 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 a different coach. Is that have you ever thought about that? Like, oh shit! But this is my boyfriend. That won't happen. Oh shit! We're <laughs> referring to this question here. She scared me. I am. I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so funny because Franco, Franco said at the same time that I was he. I, I was. I was thinking, how am I going to ask her that? And then I saw. Um, he wrote it, easy. 
Easy question. Easy question. Yeah. If um, I believe so, so much in the magic and the connection and the emotional investment that Matt and I have in my training career, as well as our relationship, that it's going to explode soon. Like, I totally feel that in my heart. Then what's going to explode? Like, just it, everything's working. Everything Every, yeah, yeah, working. right. We right. communicate so well with each other on both yeah. the relationship side and the uh, training side that it's I the almost like I do everything for me. And that's like always been how I am as as an individual competitor. But really, like, you know, my my Super Mario power up. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Is Matt asked me to go do something and I'm like. Okay, I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get that, like because we're a team. Right. And I was like, I, I'm, I've always been that strong individual competitor. Right. But I also, I'm so connected with my team, my people, my. I'm like, if I'm going to the games, we're going to the games. And oh yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's really In your big. interviews, it's never I. It's we. always we. It don't work if it's just one of us. Yeah, it's always oh, we. Cool. Damn, I should have known you were banging the coach when you were saying that. Damn. There's so, I noticed all the we's. There were so many we's. <laughs> there were so many we's. And she exits. I was like, this girl is a fucking team player. How much time we got left on this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's how I I, 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 I know the feeling. You're, you really, you're really in, in, in trusting the process. You're like, you're in the process. You're trusting the process. And ultimately, yeah. everything that we do, I do it for our team. And our team is me, Matt, and the Storm Center, the Bolt Storm Center. Oh, and, shit, another but, clue. Your relationship with the fucking dog. There's so many fucking clues. <laughs> and so just now weird. when you told me that dog was his, you I was like, that's fucking... I, like, a little red flag went off. I'm like, that's weird. I mean, she like that dog when she does the TikTok chick and th and that dude gets too close to her, the dog attacks him. Like I saw that like a few times. I'm like that you fucking know, dog. How is that dog his? This is all coming together. I spend, I'm seeing I it. think I spend more time with Blitz because he's always in the gym with me. Yeah. Um, this awesome. is so when I imagined all of this coming out years ago, I always thought, man, this is gonna be a, a shit show. But this is kind of fun how it's like a puzzle piece now for everyone to figure out. Yeah, yeah it's cool. That was a good thing that, that a good analogy when you said that. And you're like, okay, let's put the puzzle pieces together here. And there, there's 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 we, and there's the dog. I'm I'm sure I'm gonna see from from all the footage I saw. I'll start seeing it. and all the tick. He's such a cooperative TikToker, and you guys are synced together in your movements. There's so there were so many clues. Uh, it's so also clear many, now. <laughs> there were I so can many. See it all. You know what? I and, and I I love everything about how our story as our relationship ha has come about too, because I, we're not flashy about anything. We're just not flashy people. We're very simple people. And I'm never gonna be that person that's going up and like bragging about my relationship and this and everything. But at the same time, I hope people when they start understanding how how strong it is. They they see how connected we are with with each other and how it's how it's come about has been really special to me. Like it's it's done we've done a good job of staying in our own lanes just because it's 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 something very unique and a lot of people won't agree with it, but it's something I'm proud of. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh you seem uh 
Yeah, it's cool. Uh, and and uh, when I think of all the things I'm most proud of in my life, I think um, the, the thing that I'm most proud of, my greatest uh, accomplishment is my relationship with my wife. It really is. It's crazy. I've been with her so fucking long, over 20 years, and it's like, I think relationships are hard, but not in a bad way hard. Like, all the good shit in life is hard. You know, packing the car to go to the beach is fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. But there when are, you get there, there, it's dope. If, yeah. you, if, if you're just like any anything, see, this is me relating life to fitness and everything. I totally speak CrossFit and fitness, but... If you're not pushing yourself to where you're uncomfortable, there's going to be there's going to be hard moments just like in a workout, but if you're not pushing yourself to there, you're never you're never going to grow. A relationship is the same way. You got to hit those bumps to start getting better. Yep. So in 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 one of the comments you said in one of the interviews you said something about and I don't know if if you maybe you were just joking, but you said as you get older you become a little more obsessed and you feel like you're getting a little more crazy. What do you mean by crazy? Like in a good good way crazy or In a Do you, do in you remember a, saying that? And I don't remember which one I was. I remember saying that. I don't know where it was from. Um, but yes, I am getting more obsessed and more addicted. When you get this little ounce of success like we did this year, I'm like, oh, dang. It's just an extra little motiv motivator and being like, I want that feeling again. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with the process. And it's the training, even training right now is like harder and harder but you're thinking about those little those moments that you're shooting for and, and you become obsessed with the work that goes into it because you want to feel those those highs. Yeah, it's like when I had a uh, Lauren Khalil on the show, the, the great Khaleesi. I was like, I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to get I'm going to take over. I'm going to get every single person in the CrossFit reporting world on my show. You probably it's a it's a little bit of a stretch, but for me, it was real. I think we watched most of that one. The Great Khaleesi. The Great Khaleesi. What does this mean? Sevon, fuck, you're a menace. I keep looking at this. I, I kind of like that I term. I, I like that. A menace. We have a new shirt coming. <laughs> <laughs> menace. Are you, is, is any part of you scared about going to the CrossFit Games this year? What's the definition you, of scared? Can you look up scared for me? So, sorry, Susan. Let me see. I'm using words. I don't even know the fucking meaning of it. I think there, there is a part of me. It, I wouldn't. Use oh wait, hold on, hold on. Wait one second. Sorry, one second. Sorry, one second. Um, so, sorry, uh, uh, Taylor, you're live Yo. on. You're live on the show with uh, Rebecca Fuselier. Wow, am I really? That's I didn't even know you're alive right now. Of course not. You only give a fuck about the shows you're on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Hey, dude, she's, she's dating her coach, dude. She's dating her coach. Wow, just like Tia and Shane. Is that what we can expect? Wow, I love it. That's a great spin. I love yeah, it. Shane. I'll take that one. I'm in Lidl right now shopping. I was just going to ask you what you thought about Noble sending Killer a cease and desist uh, order. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Okay, I'll call, I'll call you yeah. back. That made my stomach get in a knot. Okay, I'll call you back about that. <laughs> okay, bye. okay, bye. In regard, oh, I'm gonna have to. News breaks here, baby. News breaks here. <laughs> Don't you guys ever forget it. Uh, <laughs> what were we talking oh, about? Oh, the I games. Don't know. I don't fuck know. service now. We're all <laughs> well, they're so stupid to fuck with him. <laughs> They're so stupid to fuck with them. It's like cornering a cat. 
they should just leave him alone. They someone should have just called him nicely. You don't raised him. Yeah, you don't do that. That's funny. Okay, they, you know, uh, um, uh, it's fear. Yeah. So, do you have any fear? Is there any like going? I kind of like you want to run in the opposite direction, like when you have to do public speaking, or no, it's not like that. No, no, not like that. I think there's a a good, a healthy amount of just like anxiousness to get out there, and the the only scary part is knowing. And I think every athlete besides the athletes that have maybe been there for, for a very, very long time is like, you know, you're going to get to a situation, especially it being my rookie year, especially me being that knowing that I'm going to get stronger. And I'm one of the smaller athletes out there. I know there's going to get to a spot where I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to figure something out. They're going to throw something at that. I don't know how to do that. I'm going to have to probably try and fail a few times. And that's the only like intimidating spot, but I've definitely over the years, like in the past, when I got scared of something, I definitely backed away from it. I, I definitely walk into that now. And I think you have to have that mindset, even going into something like semifinals. That's the only, that's the only way you're going to survive and get to the, the top right there is when you're in like that last event, when I was in a foot race with two of the girls besides me, I was like, Oh, this is like a, like I'm going to war. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you have to have that mindset. And I think over the years I've definitely developed that a little bit stronger. So I'm excited. Yes. There's a healthy amount of anxiousness in there, but I'm ready to test myself. So do you went from, so you were cautious as a child and now you're less cautious. Yeah, I was definitely, I super timid. Like, don't like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I'd rather just sit in the corner over here. Very uh, timid. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder what changed. CrossFit gave me confidence. That's awesome. Um, it, it is a trick. It is uh, um, when you see someone like Haley Adams, who who is a superstar, who we all are just like blown away, and you know you just can't even believe her, uh, her her skills and, and and her abilities. And then you see her on the floor at the CrossFit Games, and she stopped by a bar. Do you remember that? I think it was like some sort of cl- clean yeah, ladder clean and ladder. run. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you see she stopped and she just has to stand there and watch the rest of the heat compete. As a fan, at least for me, I'm not even judging her that she can't lift the bar. I'm more interested in how she's going to handle it. So I start yeah. studying her face and her body language and how she looks at the other competitors. And I start thinking about, and then the next event I'm seeing like, how is she going to use that to come out stronger? It's a trip. But I guess when you're out there on the floor, you're, you're more thinking, you feel the pressure of just not being able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you got all eyes on you and yeah. you can feel it. And, and it's the thing everyone's just, talking about. Cause you're now the show, what you can't but, do. Yeah. And then, but if there's a bar in front of you that you can physically not lift at that moment, you, that's something you can't control. You can't control that bar floating to your shoulders, but what you can control, like you said, is how you're holding yourself out there how you're looking around to the other competitors just how you carry yourself so I think it it being my rookie year going into the games that's a big like goal of mine is like no matter what situation I get in whether I'm doing awesome or whether I'm getting my butt kicked I want to carry myself well out there because I know there's this is going to be a big learning year I'm I'm super excited to test myself i'm i feel really really good going into it but there, there's gonna be that moment it's there's there's possibly 15 events 
Mm-hmm. There'll be a lot of that's, stuff you can't that's control. A lot. Yeah, that's a lot. You can always have control you, your attitude. Have you ever been in the position um, that that Coach McCraney was in at the semifinals, where you 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 are coaching an athlete who is pushing the outer limits of their capabilities and trying and shooting for a, like a lifetime goal? Have you ever been in his situation? No, I haven't. I've, I basically I'm I'm in the gym right now. I've never coached competitors or. I mean, I, I've worked with competitors, but everything's basically like in the gym. Um, but I'm, I'm very serious when it comes to training my athletes. And if my athletes tell me, hey, I want to muscle up, I'm like, yeah, you are. I you promise are. I'll get you that. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're with me now. So I'm pretty relentless on that end, too. He um, the stress. I can only imagine the stress he feels when you're out on the floor. It must be fucking nuts. He yeah. must be like it, shitting diamonds. He, he's described it. He said, I think I did more. My, he's like, I think my heart rate was higher than yours on the it's, floor. <laughs> it's possible. He probably wants to throw up. I asked because, um, it, it is obviously a super duper in, intense relationship and, and obviously he's given it his all, but I, but I just sort of think of it. The only thing I can think of is, is watching my kids like go out into a jujitsu tournament and you don't realize that it's how weird it's going to be until you let go of their hand and they walk out there. And then all of a sudden right. you want to, you want to vomit. You just can't. Right. If, and I don't even know why it's like, this can be over in 10 seconds, but, but something <laughs> is fucked up. I think, you know what? We work really well. Um, this is how, how we work really well together is I put all the pressure on me, whatever I do out, it's my job to do well out on the floor. But he does the same thing on his, his end. He goes, it's my job to tell her the right plan. And we're putting all the pressure on ourselves to make the other proud. So it works both ways. It's not like you didn't do this or you didn't do this. It's never like that. Yeah. Like if I if I mess something up, it's on me. Yeah, that's cool. I'm so excited for you. What what an incredible uh, uh, journey you're on. How fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you, so much fun. And it's so intense. I love intense shit. I mean, I feel, I feel like it's a good balance of like, I'm, I'm doing a good job of keeping it fun and living in the moment, but I'll never let myself slide on anything. Every, every ounce of effort is in training right now. It's, it's everything. Are all your gymnastics injuries gone? The only, um, big one I had from gymnastics is you see how I wear that elbow sleeve. I didn't notice. I, um, I, yeah, I recently I've been trying to strengthen it up and everything, but my elbows are jacked up and you can tell they're just from they're like really high they were really hyper extended coming out of gymnastics and they're like got this bow in them to where yeah. i have when i have things overhead it almost looks like i'm not locked out but it's just bowed a different mm. way so i got big um overuse injuries in gymnastics so those sleeves are sometimes a little helpful but that's the only big thing i had from gymnastics that maybe follows me around a little bit when you snatch does it get in your head no no not so much i mean there's there's parts where it's like has its bad days where it's a little bit sore but i don't i try to get that out of my head you don't have time to think about that on a snatch does it feel unstable like does it feel stable when you have something up overhead it's just painful or does it also feel like your elbows are unstable it's unstable we do so much strength and rehab on it Mm mm-hmm uh, Kat Shear, isn't it hard not falling in love with some of your guests? You'll be picking Rebecca to win. Yeah, she's one, two, she's the games champ for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, games champ. Yeah, damn, gymnastics Sorry, is the Tia. devil. 
Yeah, she she, <laughs> she, she, she really girl. fucking this, girl. <laughs> she really fucked gymnastics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's so bad to talk about that. You, you would absolutely be a great WWE um person. And I don't think size matters for that because they have little dudes out there too and 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 big dudes. And I think that there's uh yeah, I think that that's my post CrossFit career. What about what about martial arts? Have you ever thought about dabbling in that? The there what I almost got into just high school wrestling, but I haven't done I never got I gymnastics limited me so much. I definitely would have been in something like that. Um if I put more time towards it. Uh are you but comfortable the, touching people like that? Like are you a hugger? Like are you comfortable physically with people? I'm not a hugger, but I don't mind beating up on some people. Right. All right. All right. Fine. I mean, it's the uh, martial arts is so it's so intimate. Just the dudes but, are like rolling around, and it's it's just crazy intimate. But I, what I love about um, do your your kids do jujitsu, right? Yeah, it's so necessary in life too. And I've I've said that in the past is like people are like, oh, you're you're. I was like, I'm so small, and they're like, oh, you're strong, you're strong. I'm like, no, I'm small. And I was like, if I need to defend myself in life too, that's that's such a good. I mean, that's like a double win if you're doing a sport like that. Gain himself. You would be great at it. Body awareness, strength, and endurance. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you would be like be amazing at it. So WWE career post CrossFit. Yes. (laughs) Dude, you would be amazing. And I mean you have personality. That's the thing, right? Yeah, you gotta have a storyline with you. You took your L one at seventeen. Do you have to pee? The show's almost over. Don't worry. Nah. Okay. I, <laughs> I do have oat, I have oatmeal sitting here. No, I'm just restless all the time. Okay. I have okay. oatmeal sitting um, waiting for me. Um, you, uh, I was projecting about the peen. Um, you you took your L one at seventeen. Yeah, I have to get my. I'm going for my L two. I just got. I have to. I postponed it with the the games coming up now. You mean with the show? It was L2. supposed to be today, but the oh, show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I you're gonna love. That. You're gonna love the L two. You're gonna love the L two. I've I've only heard good things from it's it. It's so it's such a great course. Like for somebody who's actively coaching, you're just gonna leave that weekend. You're gonna have like so much energy, so many new tools in your toolkit. Like just being around those people, the other coaches. Um, just even like the logistics of managing it. They have these little mm-hmm. tiny, um, you know, tidbits that they always, that they give out to all the coaches. So it's, it's really cool. I'm super it, excited. We had, we had a coach recently do hers, uh, her level two. And she was, she came back all fired up and I was, Ooh, they I'm have ready. that. Ma- yeah. They have that magic. Like even if you're feeling a little mm-hmm. burnt out or something like that, and especially some of the coaches, I know a lot of uh, you guys listen to this show. If you're feeling a little burnt out, immediately go take your level two, your love for CrossFit and coaching and being around that uh, staff there is just going to ignite you. You're going to show back up with that next week at your gym and just be fired up. So I'm pumped for you oh, to take yes. your L2. That's that's cool. post games. I got to get it. Uh, yeah. It's been five years. Why'd you take your L1? Awesome. Oh, I was so I I was inspired by how the gym rolls here, how Matt coaches, how it changed my perspective of coaches. Like I told you, I I didn't want to be a coach before that. I never saw myself as being a coach, but I was so inspired here. And I think on the other side of it, I have a really, really good eye for body mechanics. And I can see things like that in my own lifts, like I video a lot of the stuff that I do in my own lifts in other people's lifts that I just love tweaking and simplifying for folks. And it's that magical moment of when you have someone get their new skill or it clicks inside their head. Like, I love it. 
So did okay. you see the social body cues from Coach McCraney that he was interested in you and that's what you saw? It was, it was- ha, ha. <laughs> um, I don't know how that came about. Oh, yes, you but, do. That's a different yeah. show. Yes, We've always been connected. <laughs> um, uh, and, 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 and it was 17 too young to take it? I think that's when you can get it. I Because I remember right. I was like, I was counting down like when I could get it. I was so, I was so ready to just start coaching and we needed coaches at the time in the gym. And when I, when you're already living at the gym, of course they're like, okay, Mm -hmm. time to get to work. No no part of you was like, um, uh, like this is bullshit. I'm, I don't need to take this L1. I'm, I I went to the CrossFit games. I've been doing this for fucking five years. I'm a gymnast. No, no, absolutely not. It's a whole different world. I, I always say being the coach that I am makes me a better athlete. Being the athlete that I am makes me a better coach. So they're two different worlds. And when you can learn to blend the two, it's, it's, it's so cool. Do you remember who your, uh, um, instructors were? Do you remember any of them? Kevin Ogar was there. Wow. That's not fair. Um, That's not fair. He stands out. He's in a, he's in a wheelchair. Can you remember someone who wasn't in a wheelchair? Sorry, Kevin, you cheated about that. If I rolled around in a wheelchair, people would remember me too. I don't I don't remember any of any of their names. That was a long time ago. See why this show's so inappropriate? Mm. I felt that was bad not about misogynistic. That. that was just a beating up on my homeboy Kevin Ogar. Should probably get him on the show. We should get him on the show. Rebecca, thank you. Thank you, guys. It was fun. You're a cool I cat. talked about things I did not I did not think I'd talk about. <laughs> but I knew that's what this podcast is for. Yep. Um, uh, are you in love? So much. Good. I'm so happy for you. It's it's the, it's the pinnacle of, it's the pinnacle of life. We, we ebb and throw love is like this ray and our life kind of just passes back and forth through it as longer we can stay in that. There's no better feeling. Yeah. Um, I have your, um, phone number. I'm sorry. And, um, don't post it. And and possibly, um, if uh, through, throughout the uh, week I may uh, text you and ask you if you'd like to come on, you're all, please um, feel free to ignore like uh, my homeboy Anthony Davis ignored me at semifinals and others. Um, uh, I'm just picking on Anthony. Uh, but, um, uh, but, but we will bug you throughout the week. If you ever want to come on, um, we'd love to have you on. If not, uh, it's, yeah. it's not a big deal at all. But we just send links randomly to people. We'd like people to pop on, say hi to us, and, and harass I them. I love it. Yep. But we'll be watching you all week. And thanks for uh, yeah. taking the time to come on the show. You're really, you're thank really, you so uh, much. A ball of fire. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're a blast. Thank you, guys. And yes, thank I'll you. be seeing you guys on some, some future shows. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Uh, say hi to the coach for me, for Sousa, and we will uh, we'll talk soon. Will do. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Made fun of Kevin Ogar. Talked about menses. Dated coaches. Great show. Yeah. We, 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 we checked all the uh, boxes. Did you get a little nervous hearing that thing that Taylor said about with Hiller? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't like it at all. I didn't I really like, like it at I all. Like, made me oh. feel dirty. Made me want to go punch someone for Hiller. <laughs> like, I want to stand up for Hiller. I was like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm like and I can't, really I can't, his friend now. Like, right I, when I heard that, I was like, oh, you know. I can't stand those guys anyway. I think they're, I can't stand everything they stand for is, uh, is what rot society. And I, and I just, I just can't stand them. I, I, them and the, um, and, and the, their, their wristband buddies. I just, 
They're pathetic. And the, and the fact that CrossFit had the Spirit of the Games Award and let Noble make the trophy for it, it's all, it's all just – it's just sellout grossness. Well, it wasn't that part of like uh, Rosa's plan because you remember back when they had the CF aggregate, it was this uh, LLC that was started that would, there, there was just a bunch of money dumped into it. And then I think – speculation here. I think that was – kind of like one of those deals where some of that money might have went to uh, Noble to help bridge the gap for them to be able to get that sponsorship. So that's when, when sales started to climb, they could continue to, uh, you know, meet demand. Do you know anything about that? Oh, sorry. I was, uh, uh, um, did I lose you? Did I lose you? Just for a second. Cause I was sen- I'm sending track. I think I, now I'm starting to pick up on it. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt. Susan. I You're think good. basically he got a cease and desist for probably some t-shirt he made. Yeah. And I didn't know didn't that. Know and I'm guessing it was sent to vindicate. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, is like it just shows that they like all they had to do was call Travis mm-hmm. or call Hiller and be like, "Hey, don't make that shirt," and they and they would have stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and those are just people over there. Those are people that believe those. Those are people that did a whole fucking rainbow fucking inclusivity thing. They they they. I don't want to do it. Do you think, I, don't, do you think- I don't want to do it. But but that the, they're they're the oppressor um parading around as the uh savior. savior and yeah, yeah. But they're they're nothing but sellouts. Well, do you and think it's, that uh, it's pathetic? I, I would please do not if you watch my show, do not spend a dime with those jerk offs. Think- that's not what you want to vote for. Those that's not where freedom is, that's not where love is. That's the, there's there's other places to spend your money. Check out Rad. That dude, the dude who started Rad looks cool as shit. Check him out. uh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Susa. I was just waiting. Do you think that they sent it to like slow him down and were like, he's bringing a bunch of heat on the games or the major type? No, I don't think, to be honest, I don't think that, to be honest about the, no, I'm sure that they're just on autopilot. They're just, um, just like all their rainbow shit and the shit where they're trying to be inclusive and they don't even know what they're doing. They, they, they're just following. They're not well thought out. They're not logical. They're not thoughtful. They're not caring. They just probably were just on autopilot and they saw something that, that, Travis and Hiller made and just responded like robots. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have a lawyer yeah. advising them. That's you know. I'm just going through their process yeah. with the due diligence. They, they don't there. understand what they don't understand the community <laughs> shit at all. How do Reebok and Noble differ, Savon? Uh Reebok, Reebok knew that they were a corporate juggernaut and uh and, and a sellout, and Noble is uh um does not like is, is trying to lie to you. I don't know. I don't know. I would need to think about that a little bit differently. But but yeah. but maybe there is no different, Patrick. Maybe there is no difference. Travis, what's up, brother? What's up, guys? No plan B, motherfucker. Right? Yeah. <laughs> God, you look good. Look at you. I don't have my my other well the other picture, the original picture that I had. You said I looked like I was like drinking mimosas on a yacht or something. Like that. So, <laughs> that, that was. That was more like this, you know, none of this facial hair, had longer hair, I'm completely gray, and I have to wear glasses all the time or I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> I, I want to I give an example. Um, we, we made a shirt that said politically homeless, and the guy who owns that trademark reached out to me and said, hey, just so you know, I have that trademark. And I immediately mm-hmm. gave him my phone number so we could talk. I mean, it's just like, like I don't yeah, there I'm, was, not, I'm not interested in fucking with no one. This, this is the not first time. In, like, yes. No, and th- and that's the deal. Like I, I posted on Hiller's video today. I was like, it, 
the sucky thing is, is we were not disparaging Noble's name. We never have with the apparel. We're, it was, it's literally a movement to promote the sport and better movement. What did you guys make? That what did you guys make that? Um... So the, I, <laughs> I'm trying to be careful on how much I go into. Basically, it was, you can't use this because it looks like ours. Yeah, likeness. Oh. Yeah, for likeness. Which mm-hmm. you know, does it fall under parody? That type of thing. I don't know. It's if I had a team of lawyers behind me, I'd fight it. But I'm, I'm literally like, I, I it's almost I feel, more fun not to fight it and just and make a whole video about how um you're gonna he's gonna grab his ankles and let them fuck him in the ass because of their rainbows. We do rainbows and we fuck killer in the ass. <laughs> I, I like like just just like just just to like okay. I'm so sorry. Like he should make a video saying how sorry he is. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, yeah, we made a no, video. I don't think not you apologize. <laughs> should I should I stand on my desk and pull the letter out? <laughs> where is where is that? Did he is it on his? Did he post? Yeah, he on posted it two, two hours ago. This morning. Can we look at it? The title says "Not fucking leaving noble." <laughs> Can I can I see the uh, yeah? Post? What do we What do you want us? It's the. Do you want me to bring up his channel? Anything that would make me smarter. Uh, what about his Instagram? Is there something on his Instagram? Let me check. Yeah, it's Travis, his, did the, did the letter come to you or go to him? Uh, came to me. Oh, because I because <laughs> I own the company. Yeah. I literally I I got it. It was funny because I was out walking around and I I. I get the pop up message on my phone when I get emails to that account, and I looked at it and it went. Huh, that looks really official in the subject line. <laughs> here, here we go. Oops. Sevon has a team of lawyers he can provide. I do. Oh, I, I contemplated messaging you yesterday. I'm like, I well, do. we're just gonna see what happens. Hey, let me ask this real quick. Um, so so do you have if you have inventory, can you give it away free? The only thing the letter said is that and it literally states in the letter you must stop selling by the 26 i'm like all right we're just gonna, oh well we're that's kind of cool what we got and, and that's actually that kind of cool deal. i was like okay this is kind of nice that they're like okay Here you go that is, you got yeah, two I, weeks get rid of your stuff and all right so i was like all right, i take back some of the nasty shit i said i take no, back some of what, that inhumane was, shit that's actually pretty humane i apologize I mean, noble i i literally got it and i i just started to read it I'm like Oh fuck! Where's the dollar signs? That was mm-hmm. my concern. Of like, you owe us fifty grand. I was like, oh right. shit, this is gonna suck. And it it right at the end it says you have until the twenty sixth to stop selling. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, can I'll, can I'll we show the game. shirt so people can go buy it and 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 help out? Yeah, they're live right now on the site. Okay, let's so, go over there. Hey, we, uh, that is actually really fucking cool of them, and I and I wish I would have known that it shows what a jackass I am for speaking out before um, I knew the whole story. Oh, that's the shirt. Yep, that R is too close to their shit. Is that what they're saying? The all the, the lettering is too close to theirs, and then the d- the divided R is too close to theirs. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, it, you know, there's there what their symbol looks like the twin towers, right? Right. It's the two, the U, which makes like, the horns. Yeah, whenever I see their stuff, I always think of the Trade Center collapsing. <laughs> Jesus. There's a... <laughs> I do. I can't help it. That's what, When I saw that trophy, I thought it was like, oh, it's your own. There's like a... you, can, you can crash a model plane into that and reenact <laughs> that old thing. There's a collapse, all right. All right. This is fun, though. This is kind of fun. This is good. It is Hiller, what it is. Hiller wanted attention. He just, he just got it from a sponsor instead of the right? games. 
Yeah. There's going to be a whole lot of no rep shirts at the games. I hope they're ready. How, how do you, um, so, so will you change the font on that shirt? I mean, that's an mm. awesome shirt. I, I own three of them. We might, we'll see. There may be another version. I had, somebody had posted in the chat earlier that said, just make one that says bad rep. Hmm. I wonder if you, I wonder if you flipped all the letters upside down. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Then it's not the same. Yeah. Or what if you spelled uh, it, spelled it, do it all backwards. Perone. We came up with a new one. Uh, The Hiller band shirt is out now. This was in response. Wow. In response to this, you, that's what in response to that. That's what the new Hiller band shirt is. So the story behind this is Marvel going to come after him too, for that Batman shirt. It's not Batman. Oh, okay, guy with sorry. pointed ears. Oh, okay. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> so now we can't have a guy with pointed ears. <laughs> no, it's the it's the it's a Spock shirt. How dare you confuse Spock with? <laughs> that the turnaround time for that is awesome. Oh, like, hey, like happens. Boom. That Jonathan, that's cool. actually brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I like how Josh Bridges video. has the beard and mustache. There yep. should be a Hiller shirt oh, that's shit. just eyebrows. Yeah, writing, writing so this agree. down. You could do the bat as his chin, and then do the eyebrows above <laughs> it. And if you look into the in the eyes, it just says in the pupils, it says no rep. <laughs> and there's oh, just some boy. eyebrows. Oh boy, that one's free, Hiller. Do you know yeah. what a content whore Hiller is too? Is I know the second he saw that letter, he just like three. He's like three. Yes. Oh, good. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Got videos. <laughs> he's like, fire up the camera, baby. Oh yeah, we were we were on the phone quite a bit yesterday, like figuring out all right, how are we going to handle this? What do we do? And he's like, I'm making a video. And he, <laughs> he's, Hey, hey, that's his answer for everything. I'm out of milk in my fridge. I'm making a video. I have gonorrhea. I'm making a video. Well, and the funniest thing. It's like, it's like, it's Christmas. I'm making a video. The funniest thing he's, so he messages me this morning and he says, I got a video ready. I think I'm getting kind of soft though. I I didn't go too hard. And I pulled it and I was like, that's not hard. Oh, hey, hey, I will tell you this. The Phil Toon thing fucking broke his heart. Oh, I talked to him about heart. that. The team thing sucks. Yeah, yeah, I talked to him about that, and that motherfucker did get a little soft. I was on the phone with him. He did not. He did not. Like. He did not. Uh, he was processing, um, the the call with the doctor. Like yeah. I, I, I heard he was all heart on that call. I was like, oh man, he's that rocked him because he don't. Yeah. He doesn't want to. Um, he loves him some Phil Tune. Yeah, and I yeah. and I don't think he. I don't think he judges people. I know I know he doesn't judge people for using performance enhancing drugs. He obviously doesn't want there to be cheating in the sport. Um yeah, that one that one rocked him. Yeah. No, and and the biggest thing with Hiller that I think people are seeing it now and they they kind of got it through the live show that we did is he doesn't just spout nonsense. He he knows what he's doing and mm-hmm. he he doesn't tell lies. People just hate what he says. Right, because it's honest and and it's there's a delivery to it that people don't like sometimes. I'm addicted. So, I'm addicted. Oh, to I'm it. same way. I'm fucking you, I mean, addicted. I, it you, sucks. I don't, I, I don't want to be addicted, and I'm addicted. Sorry, go ahead, Travis. I don't know if you remember, and I think I told him. I don't remember if I told him on that live show or not. I was when he first came out. I messaged you because he was. You know, you two were kind of having your little spat thing, and I messaged you. I'm like, "Who the fuck is this guy? He can't even yeah, put a yeah, full yeah, sentence yeah, together. Yeah. He has to chop all of his videos up." Like, look at this now. <laughs> hey, my relationship with him was the same way with uh, uh, um, 
uh, kind of Rebecca Fuslier, her, you know, we, we poked fun of her on the show and then she leaned into it. And that's basically what Hiller and I did. We just, um, we just leaned it. Like we started poking at each other a little bit and leaning in and it's not, no one throws a punch, but you do a little, just uh, what happens here. It's like putting your hand on an anthill and like yeah. two ants get on you and then yep. seven and, <laughs> you're like, and then a hundred and you're like, okay, fuck that. I ain't doing that game no more. You want to, you want to blow this up even more. You should send Hiller a link. He's available. Oh, he is. Okay. He let's is. see. Okay. Let's see. Wow. Um, Are you dropping just, it to him? Or you want me to he just text oh, me? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Please. Will you drop it to him? That'll yeah. give me a chance. When he comes on, I can go pee too. Awesome. <laughs> and don't just get no rep shirts. See that shirt right there. That, that one right there. I'm going to have to reprint the more of those, by the way. Awesome. Oh, dude. All the, oh, I'm so excited. I don't want to say what we're doing at the games yet, but I'm so excited about the games. I am too. I am pumped. You and I both won't be there. That was so fucked up that I attacked Grub last night. That was so, holy shit. I, don't I was, think that was I, an attack. That was fun. That was all in fun. It was fun, but I really, mom, like, but it's, <laughs> I know it wasn't a real attack. You're right. That's a mischaracterization. But the yeah. fact that I, um, didn't know that it was one of the best uh, athletes who are going to be at the games this year. And I started just trying to practice my roast routine on him. Yeah. Just like... He was so cool though. He was cool. Nice. Thank you, Heidi. How I was, was how was best. Rebecca's interview? I got a phone call in the middle of it. So I missed an hour. She's but... cool. She's, She's cool, cool as shit. She's strong. Cool. She's alpha. She's alpha as a motherfucker. She is. It's crazy. Uh, Cause you look at her and you're like, how's this tiny girl going to compete? Yeah, she's she and she's going to be a great uh, personality too. She's not afraid. She no. she's not done a lot of interviews. She's not done a lot of public speaking. You can dig through her shit, but man, she's already like a few times she had to give me the Heisman, like put her hand, you know, and then like okay, let's tr- take two, and uh, and I respect that. Like she yeah. she kept me at, it, it, and then she kept me at, at bay when I got too personal, and, and then so slowly let me come back in again. It was cool. Yeah, she's I think smart. she's she's just so used to doing all the stuff on her own because like if you follow her social media, she's awesome. She's yeah. she's literally the only athlete I give a pass on doing like TikTok stupid yes. fucking sing-alongs yes. because she's yes. so good at them. And she's vulnerable in them. Mm-hmm. She's it's not just all about hey look at my tits and ass. It's like hey yes. look at me I'm a fucking goofball. It's like hard. I don't think I, I don't think I saw any like stuff like that where she's no. just like. You, I loved her her, uh, her first day at the gym video. This is one of her most recent ones, and the camera's just shaking yes. all over. It's like that's pretty damn accurate. Yes. <laughs> super creative. Super creative. Yeah. Yep. Sean M, she's tough as nails. Mm-hmm. You guys in the comments are fucking awesome. How how you, how you get me uh, all teared up here? How is the how is the vindicate stuff? Uh, how is the are you overwhelmed with all the shirts? I work about sixty hours a week, so yeah. Okay. So I, I don't. <laughs> and I mean, you have I don't kids. Know if a lot of people know I have I have a full time job, mm-hmm. so I literally get home and do more work. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I have my kids help me whenever they can. So I'm divorced. So they're at their mom's half the week. So it's when they're over, they they help me fill orders. Oh shit, they help you run the business. Yeah, wow. Oh yeah, they. they How old are they? Um, I have a 19 year old who she's she's with her mom more, and she's you know she's older, um, so she hasn't helped out. Uh, But my and then I have a 16 and a 13. Awesome. All, All girls. And you're training. Every morning, do Hiller's training up at so my day literally goes from 4 20 a.m till 10 30 at night and it's non-stop yeah and non-stop 
You're training in your garage or you go somewhere? Um, the gym that I go to, it's more of an Olympic lifting gym, but they have a, they have fitness space in it. So, and it's a 24 hour access. There's no classes. It's just open gym. What's it called? Heartland strength. Oh, okay. It's one of those I get. We have a bunch of those in Santa Cruz too. And there's a fucking like just some gnarly dudes in there. Yeah. We have a ton of, we have actually one guy who I think he's made the Pan Ams for lifting. He's trying to get to the Olympics like insane lifter, just crazy technique. Sometimes you look over and there's a, there's a, a dude deadlifting and blood's coming out of his nose in that gym. <laughs> Don't, have <any> <laughs> <laughs> Don't have any of those. Nor have I ever done it. <laughs> oh, Andrew, I'm about to fucking get off here. I got to oh, fucking shit. pee. Where, Where the he? fuck are you? Yeah. I didn't, he didn't even respond back in the text at all. So let me see what's going on here. We can, we can, there, there's always tomorrow. Who do we have on tomorrow? His, his problem is he has, he always has his notifications turned off. So it's, you only get him when he looks at his phone. Tomorrow, we have a guy named Nathaniel Nolan coming on. If you don't know who that is, you might want to check him out on Instagram. He's been walking on all fours. He hasn't walked like upright, I want to say in nine months or something. He only walks on all fours and he's getting good at it. And he's like, he's basically exploring of how it's affecting his forearms, his hands, his posture, his whole lifestyle. And uh, so he, he's going to be on. That's going to be cool. I haven't seen him on any podcast. Then on Friday, we have Amy West, uh, Dr. Amy West on, uh, a brilliant uh, woman, CrossFitter, been around in the community forever, uh, close with the old regime and the new regime. It'll be cool to talk to her and just shoot the shit with her. Then on Saturday, we have Dalton Rasta on, uh, UFC Bellator fighter, 185. Uh, I, I want to say his girlfriend had uh, games aspirations and now is doing some WWE stuff. Mm-hmm. Ordered no rep shirt to Sweden. You demand. You demand, Jimmy. Hey, Nick Matthew got back to us um, from when you called him last night. Oh, he did? Yeah, he just said, I, I saw you try to call me at the end of the podcast. I didn't know you could even call on Instagram. <laughs> Neither did I. Nick, <laughs> Nick Matthew, uh, you're the, you are the first person I've ever tried to call on that purpose. Was, on yeah, Instagram. that wasn't the accident where you hit and you go, oh, shit. And you're like, yes. Uh, Instagram needs a confirm button for that. No kidding. They do. Yeah, hit it and then confirm call. Yes, not just hit it and then fucking ring. That's so weird. <laughs> I, think, I think Elise in the comments butt dialed me once through Instagram. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like it, it went through. I was like, who the hell is calling me? And I get a message back. I didn't mean to call you. I was like, yeah, whatever. that's usually stricken panic when <laughs> people realize that's happening. Yeah. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, yes, things are all good. Not, not, not overly worried. Good. And, and, good. and uh, it, it sounds like they handled it really well. I was yeah. saying that you have till the 26 is pretty fucking cool. That means that they understand, uh, they're not trying to fuck you. They're just yeah, like, no, hey, you got to step. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's basically like, Hey, you can't do this. Yeah. I, and that's, and in all honesty, I'm in I'm in design and advertising full time, so I I was surprised it took as long as it did. Yeah, oh, as I said, that's oh, normal wow. business practices. Wow. That's normal business practice. It's not like I yeah, don't even yeah. think of Noble when I see that shirt. Mm. Uh, oh well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I mean, if if it, if it was if it was if it was rainbow and it said support your local transition, I, I would I would uh, I could see it. Nice floral pattern yeah, coming down it. Yeah, yeah, but no, not not the black and white. 
All right, Hiller, you're out. I gotta go. Oh, Hiller, you're killing me. We'll do we'll we'll do more. There'll be plenty of time. Um cool. uh we, we have the Hiller Fit and Review uh this week, and we will definitely talk, get into this fun stuff. Uh guys, thanks everyone for tuning in. Travis, thanks for popping in. Go ahead, Travis. You get the last word, brother. Uh, I was gonna say the first thing I told Hiller when I got that message was I can't wait for the fucking Hiller Fit and Review show. This will be fun. 